0: straight talk from israel you're listening to israel news talk radio
1: has the news got you down not with
0: this funny guy you're listening to lighten up with steve miller (laughs) Shalom, shalom everybody! Guess what day it is? It's Monday! And you know what that means, it's lighting Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, my name is Steve Miller and today's show is sponsored by the Talmudic phrase, 100 men and a dog! (laughs) Hi-oh! And let's give it up for my lovely sidekick, I don't know if she's in her car, if she's loosening up her father... We'll find out where she is. Please give it up for Miss Roya Moxinian.
1: Hi. Hello, everyone. I love that introduction, Stephen.
0: Oh, so Roya, are you, are you, where are you? It's like, it's like, where's Waldo with you? Where are you today? I I
1: could be on Mars for all you know. Seriously, my life is so like,
0: I I have no words for it. Uh, Yeah, I'm actually home this morning. Hi, (laughs) Uh, <laughs> you know what? I figure because I don't hear traffic and I don't right? hear and I don't hear your father moaning of lotion in the background. <laughs> you don't hear
1: cars whizzing by, ambulances, my dad, That's the right. car doors shutting and opening. Yeah, I'm actually gonna try to be a little professional this morning. My my life is total chaos. It really
0: is. I'm sure uh, other
1: other parents can relate.
0: <laughs> um, we do have an incredible show. First, let's say hello to our listeners. We, of course, got, as always, the United States of China, Israel, Germany, and United Kingdom listening. Uh, that's it. We have four people, one from each country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Netherlands.
0: Netherlands just popped up. Oh, the Netherlands. Awesome. Uh, uh-huh. Anyway, so... Listen, I I, want to see how you're feeling today. Let's tell our listeners. So, unfortunately, Roya, we were supposed to go out, Motzai Shabbos. I was really looking forward to it, which means after Shabbat, you and I were going to go out and have some fun. And um, you got sick.
1: yesterday, I was... Literally, like, laying on my bathroom floor for several hours. I don't know if I ate something or, like, I had a little stomach bug. But today, I feel great. I'm, like, yeah. ready to run a marathon. So whatever it was, I got it all out of my system. By last night, I felt better.
0: Yeah, so, so you were, like, you were throwing up, weren't you?
1: Yes, I was. <laughs> 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 that's that's actually exactly what I sounded like, unfortunately, for me. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have one of those. Uh.
1: Yes. And then you start to dry heave because there's nothing left after like a certain number of hours. There's literally Bleh. nothing left. Yeah.
0: It was lovely. <laughs> and th- so then, Roya, so I, I'm checking in on you all day. And so I said, well, you, uh, let me come over. I'll get you whatever you need. And all you wanted was your gluten free crackers, <laughs> which I don't even. So I went to find gluten free crackers for you. <laughs> And I had to ask this guy over at Trader Joe's because I had no idea. I I didn't have my glasses, so I couldn't read the back of the cracker (laughs) box. And uh, he gave them to me, and I I never even got them to you yet. I'm going to drop them off to you later today. (laughs) Uh, I'll be
1: here. Yeah,
0: uh, so I want to make sure you don't throw them up. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what I
1: sounded like.
0: But uh, Baruch Hashem, you're okay now, right?
1: Yes, yes. Thank goodness. I had to. And, and Stephen kept texting me. You're going to be okay for the show, right? You're going to be okay for the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't care yeah, about your health. Different. I just care about the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> the show must go on.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: Um, so, uh, yeah. So you're okay. Good. Rafua Shlema. That's uh, for uh, producer. That means like uh, quick healing or may you be healed oh. quickly. Right. I, I think that's in Hebrew, right? Miss producer. <laughs>
1: I like it. It sounds good. Yeah, sounds positive. So
0: so good. You're all better. And you're at home. So excellent. Outstanding.
1: Um, I do have a doctor's appointment after this for my dad. So I have to pick him up immediately after this. He's probably going to be calling me at like 1044.
0: Where are you? (laughs) Where are you? Don't answer the phone. No, I won't. I have it on silent. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Um, excellent. Well, so uh, real quickly. So I ha- uh, so Shabbat was very good. Thanks for asking, Roya. <laughs> you're welcome. How God. was Shabbat, Stephen? I know. No, I'm so well, Now I'm not going to tell you because you didn't <laughs> ask. You don't really care about Shabbat. I,
1: I feel like Shabbat is always good for you because you, um you know, you're getting together with, uh, you know, other religious people. And I, I love that for you. It's very yeah. inspiring. I feel like yeah. it's good for your like mental health and your well-being. I love it. So I'm going to okay.
0: assume it was great. So spiritually, it was great. I learned a lot <laughs> of Torah. Emotionally, I was a mess. I was crying. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get into that later in the show. This is going to be a very revealing show. We're going to talk about okay. uh, my pain. We're going to talk about, I'm okay. sure our audience is figuring, like, why is Stephen living with an 80-year-old woman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so answers will be revealed in this? In this answers stuff. will be revealed. Ooh. Yes. So my Shabbat was good. In fact, I stayed. So normally, I stay with, like, a religious family. They sponsor me and uh but but the the, the this community, the rabbi, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how he does it, but he like he's buy- he buys homes and mm-hmm. he bought he bought this emptied out bank, so I was staying in a bank in a wells oh. Fargo bank Whoa. that was really that was, that was no longer a bank is there and a vault like with um where they lock you in <laughs> there's vaults, there was uh the teller stations, and then there were these two rooms, so I stayed in the uh savings and loan room. <laughs>
1: Oh, is... I swear I swear why is that so funny to me that strikes me as so funny
0: I swear so and there was no heat and it was freezing oh, cold Wow so uh yeah it, it was I was up all night I got I, I got no absolutely no sleep but it was spiritually though it was good um, but it was nice it was kind of fun to stay at, at, at a bank
1: That's <laughs> for different. Shabbat. see you have a whole story it's like an experience yeah. you'll remember that for the rest of your life.
0: And I had a little bed. I had a little bed with a cupboard. and then, like <laughs> surrounded me were all these uh, boxes filled with like savings and loan documents, like tons and tons of boxes.
1: oh, like they just they just left stuff there. The bank just moved out and left documents there,
0: yeah, that's yeah, exactly.
1: unbelievable.
0: yeah. <laughs> huh. um, but uh, it was good. It was, was good. Fun. So it was right. nice. Um, Very nice. so yeah it was it was so cold in the room that my tears uh were were coming down <laughs> as ice cubes
1: <laughs> frozen tears Aww.
0: Frozen Well, hopefully tears.
1: hopefully we'll get you some therapy with this show today maybe we can
0: you know right so uh i'll i'll quickly explain so basically the reason why and we have another great story about uh my mother last night we were trying to watch uh a show on Apple TV, which maybe I'll get into after the, after this segment. So, so okay. basically, uh, uh, so uh, I'll let my listeners know. So the reason why I moved back with my mother is because drum roll, please. Drum
1: roll. Is that good? Actually, my son has drums. I should go down and bang with them.
0: Actually, that was, <laughs> that was a horrible drum roll. <laughs> go for because, it. Because I'm getting a divorce. Oh! Oh! That's right. You Uncle Stevie else. is getting a divorce. Um. So, yeah, no, don't don't feel sad. Um, it, it's been uh, extremely painful. Um, I can but uh, it's OK. It's OK. You, you know, uh, everything comes from Hashem. So yes. I know this and it's a it's a blessing. It will be. It better be a blessing be. because right be. now I, I tell you, I've been crying for about uh, every day for what? About five, six weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, do, you, do you
1: feel like that's cathartic at all? Like, does that help?
0: Uh, it, it, helps, it, wanna, hurt, right? it, it helps, but then I want, it helps, but then I want to put a rope around my neck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God forbid. Oh, Well, you um, know, I feel like it's better than stuffing it down inside,
0: you know, you no, really just have no. to
1: go. It's part of the process.
0: It is. And you yeah. know, I'm, I'm a very, uh, I, I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I mean, this is the mm-hmm. basis of my standup for 25 years. I always talk about what's going on in my life and I didn't want to talk about it at first, but I feel like now it's okay. I can make jokes about it. Um, okay. it's still very it's still very painful, but it helps me deal with the pain. So just I hope our audience, I hope the Netherlands and especially Germany can, uh, can <laughs> be uh, can be uh, understanding and be supportive. That's right. Oh, I do have a great story about Germany um, oh, well, that let's... we'll get into later in the show. Okay. Um, Everything's so... later in the show,
1: Stephen. wait well... my my dad's gonna be calling me ten times at ten forty five.
0: That's right. Uh, but I, I had to get an attorney and you know what? I definitely picked the wrong profession. I should have been a lawyer. So <laughs> why is that? I think, well, I mean, you know, the guy, every time I call him or speak to him, it's pretty much it's three hundred dollars an hour and <laughs> and it's like uh five thousand dollars retainer, although but because he's Jewish uh-huh. and I'm and I'm an observant Torah Jew, he cut me a break and he only charged me twenty five hundred dollars retainer. I I, I think. I think right. I'm growing. I think I'm growing on him. You know, like when I first went into <laughs> me with him, I showed him with my kippa, my tzitzit, uh-huh. and he was looking Great. at me like I'm nuts. He's a very secular Jew, <laughs> but uh... I, you know, and he was going over the process. This is how it works. You have to be honest with me. I, I will be honest with you. And you know, he's basically like e- both of us. Either way, can basically fire each other if we're not happy with um mm. our services. Okay. And. Uh, so I looked at him, I said, look, Hashem has brought me to you. His name is uh, His name is Mitch, but mm. I, I asked him what his Hebrew name is. His Hebrew name is Mordechai. I only call him Mordechai. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> Mordechai- so you're, bringing,
1: you're actually bringing some religion to his life, too. That's
0: that, interesting. That's right. And yeah. every time he every time he calls me with bad news, I he always says, "Stephen, how are you?" And I'm like, "Baruch Hashem, <laughs> Morty, how are you?" And he never answers Baruch Hashem until finally one day I got him to say Baruch Hashem. Oh, you got
1: him! Oh, I love that.
0: But he was uh, explaining to me things, and I said, "Listen, Morty, I'm going to tell you something. This is all from Hashem, and Hashem is using you as a vessel to make sure that you that uh, that you will be successful for me. I will get what I deserve, and." Hashem is only using you as a vessel, and literally, mm-hmm. he was looking at me like I was nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you are nuts.
0: <laughs> he, he literally just stared at me he with like, <laughs> yeah, he had he had nothing to say. He's like, uh, did he okay. charge you
1: for that stare? Did he charge you three hundred for that quick stare?
0: Well, so every he email, it up. he was basically saying, listen, don't call me, eat, <laughs> call me with all the questions at once, because if you're one of those people uh, that are gonna call me four times a day, I'm gonna charge you each time. <laughs> At least he's
1: honest. He's that's an right. honest attorney.
0: And uh, so so now what I do is I basically, when I have documents for him, I mm-hmm. just go into his office and I just kind of open the door and I throw <laughs> in the documents and I run.
1: <laughs> so he doesn't charge
0: you anything.
1: That's, it's like right. he doesn't that, even know you were there.
0: That's right. And I just scream out, <laughs> you can't
1: charge me for this. I just threw the
0: documents on your floor. That's <laughs> great. Well, anyone who's had any legal issue
1: can probably relate to this very well. <laughs>
0: So <laughs> we cute. all love Mordechai the Jew and it's Purim. So it's his holiday coming up okay. uh, oh. next week. Well, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll be back after this messages with uh, some great stories. Stick around, everybody. Awesome. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and if you're just joining us, welcome to my pain no pain, no gain, <laughs> and my beautiful, lovely Iranian sidekick, Roya Mosinian. How are you, Roya? I'm
1: um, great. I'm very good. I'm always happy on Monday when we do the show.
0: I we Can I, I tell you, now. I love this show. This is the only thing that gives me <laughs> joy, because as soon as the show is over, my thumb <laughs> goes to my mouth, and I start crying. <laughs> Aww. Look, Warren, your dog is. Barking. Yeah,
1: he's barking. Somebody's at my front door. I'll just ignore it. It's probably the. Tra- oh, it's the trash talks. So they're going by this morning, Monday morning.
0: OK, yeah. so I'm going to start off now. This is um, not only am I getting a divorce, <laughs> but, but on top of a divorce, I get this in the mail last week. Jury oh. duty service. Oh, the worst. Are you the kidding worst. me? I got I'm going through a divorce and now I got to go down to jury duty. So I want to so there was a uh, you can um, tell them that you can apparently um, I emailed them to let them know that I can't do jury duty. And Mm -hmm. I and and so here I want to read you my email, what I wrote to them. I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. so the jury duty was for is for Monday, March 20th, which our show. So first oh. off, I told him I'm a radio star and I can't and I have a radio <laughs> show and I can't do it. But I said, uh, my name is Steve Miller and I just received this letter for possible jury selection. Uh, this was for Monday, March 20th, 2023. Uh, and it's in Philadelphia, which is weird because I live out in the oh. suburbs. So it was That's very odd. weird. It, yeah, it could be for a a felony trial or oh, a federal or like a, trial
1: or like a grand jury or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about that. Oh, that's the worst. You don't whatever, want to go for that.
0: Whatever it is. I don't care. So this no. is what I wrote. Um, I said, I absolutely will not be able to do this for several reasons. Okay. And I wrote one, I'm currently going through a divorce <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very depressed. <laughs> and <laughs> you uh, actually said that I said, I don't even, uh, I don't oh, even live me. in the same house that you sent this uh, letter to anymore. Oh, I right. have moved out. I said, right. secondly, I have not been to Philadelphia in, in over three years, and I refuse to go into the city because of the high crime. <laughs> um, I do not feel safe being in the city, and, and I have a bias towards any and all criminals. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely will get off. They're, they don't want you. <laughs> and I wrote, so I won't be an unbiased juror. <laughs> you're, you're out. You're off the hook. <laughs> and then I said, and, the sh- and I said, uh, I-, I host a radio show every Monday morning. I'm a radio star, and uh, I absolutely cannot leave my listeners um, alone. Oh, and I said, thank right. you for your understanding, and please confirm upon receipt. Now, this was sent, <laughs> I-, I have not received anything back from them. I'm telling you, I am not showing up March 20th. What will yeah. I do? Are they going to tell me? Like, I'm not, uh- I'm not going. You'll probably receive something in the mail. I don't
1: think they'll email you back, but you might receive something. And I guess you could always call in a week or two. Well, listen, they, they absolutely don't I don't, don't live want at my you. house
0: anymore. They don't know about my 80-year-old roommate. They don't know I live <laughs> with my mommy anymore. They got to listen to the show. Well, I'm <laughs> not showing up March 20th. They can come arrest me. I don't care anymore at this point. What do I care? <laughs> at this
1: point, right. It wouldn't be any worse than what you're going through. That's well, right. you know, I, I had a friend. This is years ago. Um, he got called for jury duty. He wound up being picked for a grand jury. He had to spend every... Friday, listening to these grand jury um, indictments every Friday for a year, a whole year. Oy. Can you imagine?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just pull the religious card. Sorry, I can't do it. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a religious Jew. Yeah.
1: Well, listen. I always say because you know I was married to an attorney for a number of years, William's dad. And um, whenever I get something in the mail, I always say that exact thing. I write back. I um, I cannot be impartial. Um, you know, I, I I know too much. I I know both sides, criminal and and, you know, I I I just I I was married to an attorney and I cannot be impartial. And I you know, know what? You're like I, I know too much. <laughs> I know too much. I haven't gotten a jury duty notice in a good ten years.
0: I Watch, you know I, what I should have today. wrote? I should have wrote a P.S. P.S. I'm also a racist. <laughs> <laughs> That'll definitely get you off the hook. <laughs> anyway, so not only do I get that, then I come across this article, which I want to share with everyone. Ready? This is perfect yep. for me, especially this week. Okay. It says these four signs of divorce predict if a couple will split with over 90% accuracy. Oh. Okay. Here are the four signs that you're going to get divorced uh, to, your, to your spouse. OK, it says this comes from the Gottman Institute reveals four common communication pitfalls that often mean the couple is headed for divorce. Are you ready? I'm ready. OK, here's the first one. <clears throat> toxic criticism. Oh, to- yeah. Toxic criticism is the first indicator of a problem that needs to be addressed. Yeah, uh, that's a big uh, one. Yeah, you know, eh. yeah. she warns against criticizing your partner too often or doing so generally and unfairly, blah, 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 blah. You never take and the other the- way around, too. Yeah, you never take out the garbage. Is You yeah. know, uh, when when you use words never and always, it, whatever, it's ridiculous. Yep. Here's the second one, defensiveness. Uh, <laughs> defensiveness says it's about making excuses without demonstrating any sort of accountability for one's own action. Yeah. Um, mm. Uh, So like, for instance, they say, uh, well, I don't care about it, for instance. So (laughs) here's the (laughs) third here's the third reason stonewalling Mm. stonewalling stonewalling explains is about shutting a conversation down completely and even physically turning away from your partner some ah. couples also engage in the silent treatment so basically
1: oh that's if, a bad one
0: so basically if your spouse is telling you something that you don't want to hear you just you just turn around and walk away in the middle of their conversation
1: <laughs> you just shut it down
0: <laughs> i love going, that okay. that's hysterical yeah. yeah um so that's stonewalling and then the last one is 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 contempt. Uh, Signs of contempt include sighing, rolling your eyes, mocking Mm. your partner, engaging in cutting sarcasm, or Mm. demonstrating an all-around dislike of your partner.
1: (laughs) Mm. Interesting. Well, yeah, that's a big one. Well, you know, I feel like for any relationship, those things would be true, right? Okay. Well,
0: here's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Criticism, defensiveness, Mm -hmm. stonewalling, that's a garden compared to what I've been through. (laughs) That's a walk Why? in the park. Is that what that's you're a, saying? That's a walk in the park. <laughs> Contempt, my God! Are you kidding me? Criticism, big deal. Get over it. <laughs> you survived worse. Went, is that what you're I, saying? I'm saying I, uh, I, I'm barely surviving. But uh, my God, uh, <laughs> right? At, uh, I had all those four things on our honeymoon, <laughs> <laughs> and on we lasted. Night. <laughs> and we lasted 20 years. I mean, wow. give me a break. 20 years, by the way, 20 years. That's not bad, right? Well, you know, I think people get used to certain
1: things and it becomes your normal, you know, and then as you start to grow as a person and and sometimes you grow in different directions, then things start to break down because you start to realize, wait, this isn't what I want or this isn't where I'm going. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that.
0: Well, these four, these four things are stupid. They're, 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 it doesn't mean you're getting a divorce. I can give you – if anyone wants to email me, I'll give you some – I'll give you four good reasons at where it means you're getting a divorce.
1: <laughs> I won't
0: get into the reasons yet.
1: Right. How about uh, if somebody wants to um, go move in with their mom? Do you? Right. What do you think about that? Would you um, advise it?
0: Yeah. Well, what? I had nowhere to go, so <laughs> – Baruch Hashem, my mom is still alive. And speaking of that, so uh, real quickly, last night, so we'll give a quick, uh, another episode of Living with an 80-Year-Old. 80-Year-Old, yay. So my mom and I wanted to watch a new series. uh, It wasn't on Netflix, it was on Apple. And I'm telling Mm. you, I hate Apple. And so we're we're trying to figure out how to get on Apple. So it's a free seven-day trial. So you turn on Apple TV, and my mom's like, Alexa, turn on Apple TV.
1: (laughs) And Does then, Alexa work with that? No, yes, I don't think so. yes. Oh, but, okay.
0: But then you have to like create an Apple ID, p- put in your put in Oy. your uh, credit card information, and then create a password. This is all on your phone, and then somehow Oy. it's supposed to connect to the TV. And finally, we figure it out and we watch the first episode, and then after the first episode. It asks us to do the same thing all over again <laughs> to watch episode two. No. And, and my mom and I'm like, this is why I hate Apple TV. This is why I only watch like, <laughs> you know, Golden Girls on regular TV. <laughs> I just want to turn on the TV and watch. And it's there. And it's there. It and it's I there. Know. But Apple makes it so confusing. And my mom <sighs> and I are like, my mom's screaming at the TV. She's like, Alexa, episode <laughs> two of, of Nasty <laughs> Sisters. And nothing was happening. Nothing and it was asking right. us to log ask, in again. That's right. It was asking us to, like, <laughs> put in our Apple code. We would put in our Apple code for the second. Oh, put in a new password. <laughs> put in your information. My mom's we want like. want another credit card. That's Give right. Me she's all yelling your credit at me. cards. And then she starts cursing at the TV, and it wasn't working. And, and, and she just starts screaming out, exp- like, the F word. Oh, my God. Give me your credit card. Give me your bank account number. She's like,
1: she goes, Alexa, put on effing episode two. As if Alexa would understand. Oh, that's so great. Alexa's like, I don't understand that. My dad has absolutely no frustration tolerance. If one little thing goes a little askew, he's like out of his mind. (laughs) They have no
0: frustration tolerance. I have. Either do I. I I I don't either. this is why I'm not. Um, this is why I'm not watching Apple TV. I, you know, Netflix is easy. <laughs> it's easy Apple, once you're in, you're in. Yeah, Apple makes it so. Uh, ugh, so I know. My mom, my mom's like, I'm gonna call my neighbor. He's the one who told me about this series. I'm gonna have <laughs> so him come it's his over. fault. <laughs> well, she says I'm gonna have him come over and show me how that we can watch episode two and how it could just keep going.
1: Oh, that's so cute. Just because he yeah. recommended a show, now he's responsible for the technology in your mom's place.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Poor guy. He's gonna rue the day he ever recommended that show to your mom.
0: That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, we got we got a minute left. Do you have it? Do you have a quick story? <laughs>
1: I have a quick, I have a really quick story which cracks me up. Um, so I found this story where uh, Washington State University threatens to hold students' diploma over a one cent balance. Can you imagine that you go through school four years of university and? Um, at the end, you get a letter saying you have a one cent balance and they're not going to give you your diploma.
0: Wait a second. Why couldn't the parents just pay a penny? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they didn't know.
1: And oh. so she's like getting ready to walk down the aisle for graduation and she gets this notice. And it didn't say it was one penny at first. So she didn't know if it was like $1,000 or, or $10. Apparently it was a penny. But can you imagine the fright of, of getting that notice? And then it was for a penny. So the university responded like, oh, she shouldn't have gotten that because anything under $10, you know, they shouldn't send out a notice. I was like, All way. right.
0: <laughs> <It killed me. laughs> we'll, we'll discuss this when we come back because we're out of time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, everybody, to our third and final segment on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and <laughs> let's welcome the lovely, beautiful, my the greatest sidekick in radio history, Royo Mosinian.
1: Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> uh,
0: so I was told by our producer that uh, some various cities in Israel are listening. Tel Aviv is listening. Nice. Jerusalem and Gush Etzion. The mm. Gush. What's up, Gush? <laughs> what up? Yo, know, I stayed at the Gush. Have you been there? Ago. Yes, oh. it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. It's mm. beautiful. Route, Route 60 goes through there, I think. Mm. Nice. Uh, It's great. What is she saying here? What are you saying? Oh no, I'm sorry, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the gush. The gush is not listening. No. Oh, Rish, uh, Rishon let's. Uh, Rishon let's I, oh. oh, I'm sorry, Miss Producer. When well, you told me that, so. I thought you said. I thought you said the gush. Maybe you <laughs> could uh, maybe pronounce your words a little better. Uh, <laughs> all right. So forget you, gush. You suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next time. What up, Rishon? What up?
0: All right. <laughs> anyway uh all right so let's get into it Uh, Um i got a lot of good stuff so now germany is listening i have a great story about germany actually usually when we do stories about germany we're always making fun of them but this is the first time that i actually have to give my props to them oh well let's hear it okay so now this this you'll know this because this is your son's favorite singer because your son is a little anti-semite um (laughs) even though he's
1: half jewish okay (laughs)
0: it says uh It says, German City cancels Roger Waters' concert, calling him one of the biggest anti-Semites.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, That's big because he puts on a huge production.
0: That's right. So this comes from the Jerusalem Post. It says, uh, some city in Germany, it says, oh, in Frankfurt announced Friday that it is canceling the upcoming show of former Pink Floyd singer Roger Waters. How about that? Citing his alleged status as one of the world's most well uh, known anti Semites as the reason, uh, mm. the performance was supposed to take place in on May twenty eighth at a place called Festal Festal. <laughs> uh, it's a complex, uh, the Festal complex in mm-hmm. the German city, um, and actually. Uh, the city council announced its cancellation, and it was noted, check this out, Roya, mm-hmm. it was noted that the location where he was going to have the, ca- uh, <laughs> this is unbelievable, <laughs> where he was going to have the concert was also used for the detention of 3,000 Jewish men who were arrested after Kristallnacht between November 9th and 10th in 1938. Oh, boy. So, so he didn't
1: accidentally choose that venue, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I want to <laughs> yeah, go where yeah. the where the where the Nazis kept the Jews <laughs> during uh, yeah. Kristallnacht, and which <laughs> uh, which Nazis attacked Jews and destroyed their Oof. property. Um, anyway, it says well, uh, since uh, uh, since sixty percent of the Hall shares belong to the municipality, they uh-huh. decided to cancel the show. Well, props to them.
1: That's, yeah, that's actually yeah. You know what? Um, because. If we don't give a platform to, you know, people who spew hate or have these types of, um, you know, ideology, then, then, then it kind of just, you can't see them. You can't, you know, you can't go to the concert. You can't keep spewing it.
0: So props to them. His, his former bandmates can't stand him. Uh, it says here earlier earlier this month, Waters, former Pink Floyd bandmate, David Gilmore, um, uh, was uh, uh, and who was in a band songwriting partner, whatever. Yeah, uh, he wrote. Uh, I think he tweeted, Unfortunately, he uh, unfortunately tweets out to uh, uh, Roger Waters, Unfortunately, you are anti Semitic to the core, you of your rotten bones.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they hate each other.
0: Yeah, there's no one um, there. So, what's funny though is that you know, this I, I look, I'm glad Germany did it, but it's like. You know, Germany's also very <laughs> anti-Semitic. They got a lot of problems over there. And it's just so funny. It's like, you know what, Rajavardas? We hate the Jews too. But you know what? You're you're out of control. Sorry. No show for you. No show for you. No show for you. We hate the Jews too. But you know what? You're crazy. You do it entirely. You you are out of control. You're too you are, open you about got, it. You are too open about it. You you've got to you've got to keep it underground like we do. Um, pretend yeah (laughs) so apparently during his shows he and i'm sure your son could verify this because didn't you go to the roger Waters show we did go to a roger Waters show and i was a big
1: pink floyd fan like all right you know that's
0: apparently he has a big pig that flies out over the audience with yes uh a a star of david or the uh, the israeli flag on the on the pig Oh. And it, and it flies over the audience. Did he do that at your show? You know
1: what? I d I don't remember the star, but he does write like um tax the poor, like he, he's 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 controversial in everything. He's um he is pro like Palestine. He had a bunch of stuff. He hates every president of the United States, even though he is not from this country. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like all just very like go home to England and and leave us all alone. I yeah. actually listen this the music and and all that is ch- amazing, but I was quite annoyed by all of his political rants and he he works that all into his show, which I found really offensive and annoying. Right. I just tried to focus on like the music; otherwise, I would have blown my head off in that concert, but yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, well, that's a step in the right direction there um any other good stories
0: uh, yeah, I'm trying to find it uh <laughs> now you're like me <laughs> no scrolling I, I, through your notes <laughs> I have it, but it's not it's not opening up in the app uh anyway who who's our uh, our our senator that that won here Fetterman John
1: Fetterman, yeah, John Fetterman the one that's like Completely comatose. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Um, so not basic- making fun of him, but he
1: had a stroke, and he's completely out of it. And yet, somehow, we voted no. him in.
0: Yeah. He got voted yeah. in. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to find the article. It's not letting me open it up. Um, It did this morning, but of well, course... Well, now no- there's... Nothing oh, goes there's my way. Nothing, nothing, can, <laughs> nothing can go my way. So basically... Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I don't even know if we have a senator in Pennsylvania. He's over at the – he's over at some – what's that famous Betty Ford Clinic? He's over somewhere where he's fighting depression. Did you know
1: this? Yes, like depression, addiction, uh, all kinds of things. And they say that he had like a collapse because after his stroke, instead of letting him recover and rehab, they put him on the campaign trail and they worked him to death. And he's like – he's completely physically, emotionally, everything just – destroyed
0: that's right it's insane and, but apparently his wife um they are um they're they're going on a, a little vacation to, they, she took her kids because of all the press and went up to canada <laughs> stay and there so her son so her husband is fighting depression and and uh, is not even running the state of Pennsylvania. I have no, no. idea what's going on. And her what? And his wife took the kids, went up to Canada, and they're having a grand old time. They're seeing it's- Niagara Falls. Um, they're and and so they interviewed her, and they and they said, "Well, we're just trying. I'm just trying to sh- show my kids that even during dark times, that we should still be able to have fun."
1: <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sure your
0: husband really is happy about that. Yeah. So no, you're, your, your your son is in the Betty Ford Clinic fighting depression and you're off at uh, Niagara Falls your having husband. a blast.
1: Yeah. No, it's unbelievable. Well, that was the big criticism of her all during that, that she was kind of the impetus of pushing him, pushing him, pushing him to continue to run for um, Senator. And um, that she was the one that wants all like the glam and the theme and the power. And she was just using him as like a tool to get there, even though his right. health is just really scary. I mean it's a shame. I feel bad for the man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But it's yeah. it's just it's just ridiculous <laughs> how his wife totally took the kids and left yeah. them and they're yeah. having a blast. <sighs> they're having so much fun. <laughs> uh, she's probably posting about it on social media too. Yeah. Because she's gonna, th- she's gonna, like that. Wow. I'm gonna, Poor I'm guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try <laughs> to uh find something else. Uh try to Oh here it is. Uh, I found it somewhere else. John Fetterman's wife, Giselle, says family forced to flee to Canada to avoid media circus over depression. (laughs) (laughs) It says uh, says here, uh, now his wife, Giselle... Fetterman has said that media attention pushed her to take the couple's children and drive north into Canada for an impromptu holiday. Hi, oh, holiday. Dad's depressed. Let's go on a holiday. Yeah, um, be quiet, Warren. She goes, uh, I'm not really sure how to navigate this journey, but I'm figuring it out slowly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how about stay by your husband's side? Support right, him. Right. right.
0: Um, she this goes, should be on
1: that list of grounds for divorce. She or goes, reasons I to get did- divorced.
0: Right, I did the, uh, she goes I did the first thing I could think I could think of, pack them in a car and drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. My That's my my, my husband is having a mental breakdown. What's the first thing I should do? <laughs> oh, come on kids, let's go up north. Screw dad. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to let's go to Disney. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, says
1: yeah, here, yeah. it says here, it
0: says here, we, we talked about lots of hard things and how we will have to face hard things, about the need to be gentle with all with all and with ourselves. We did some scary things, but we did them together. We ziplined over Niagara Falls. Oh wow, this woman is really unbelievable. She just we doesn't talk- care. Yeah, we talked about flexibility and the need to always have an open heart and an open m- mind. Except, of course, when your dad and my husband <laughs> is depressed in the <laughs> Betty Ford Clinic. <laughs> right. Then we just go have fun. It says here, this is the oh, fun. it says here. We also talked about how joy and fun can and must still exist, even <laughs> when someone we love is in pain. <laughs> wow. She actually said that? It's in quotes right here. No. Oh, boy, that's really bad. You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised um, if my uh, soon-to-be ex-wife took my kids and went to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> We've go got to again. overcome everything <laughs> with joy and fun. That's right. Dad's <laughs> crying every day, and he's so depressed. But you know what? We're going to go to Disney World because that's how we deal with other people's pain. <laughs> Makes oh sense. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, boy, Steven. I'll tell you what. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> My life. I, 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 you know what? I, 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 I can, I understand. I have empathy for John Fetterman. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> who would have thought
0: <laughs> we both married insane people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure.
1: Well, I wonder if he even realizes what's going on, you know,
0: uh, uh, who knows. You know? All right. Well, Boy. here, here's a, uh, here's something funny. We'll we'll lighten up the mood. Okay. Yeah. Lighten it up enough uh, because the show is called lighten up. It's not called uh divorced up. <laughs> Um, All right. So since since uh, we're talking about traveling and, you know, Mrs. Fetterman is off ziplining across Niagara Falls while her husband is fighting depression um, Mm -hmm. here and you like to travel, right, Roya?
1: Yes. Yes
0: yes i know you do uh (laughs) so here are i found this article actually um i got that someone posted this on facebook one of our listeners actually and i thought it was hysterical and i wanted to share it i said can i share this on the show Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like 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 he has control over it but anyway um, (laughs) here it is the 14 of the most depressing places named in north america oh so names are, are depressing yeah like the names of the town or the places whatever okay uh, here's one of them. It's the here's. This is in Washington. It's called Point No Point. <laughs> <laughs> point No Point. <laughs> it was named There's No in the, Point in living there. That's right. Uh, it was named in the 1840s by Commander Charles Wilkes. Um, <laughs> anyway, it describes the little town. Here's another one. Oh my God, you're gonna love this. Oh yeah, you. Where? What state did you go to school in? South Carolina. Okay, this is in North Carolina. Ready? Okay. This is called. Uh, have you ever visited Dismal, North Carolina? No, but it
1: sounds terrible. I would not want to live
0: there. That's right. <laughs> uh, the The story behind this is unclear, but it has, but it may have something to do with the Great Dismal Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's one. Blast. Boring Maryland.
1: <laughs> <laughs> boring. Where do you live? Boring. No, I know you're boring, but where do you live? I live
0: boring Maryland. Oh, here's one. Uh, Mis- Misery Bay, Michigan.
1: <laughs> it's like Cape Fear, North Carolina.
0: That's right. Uh, oh, my God. You'll love this. Cape Disappointment, Washington. <laughs> oh, boo. Any, if you're going to. the kids, where are we going? Oh, we're going to go to Cape Disappointment <laughs> this year. <laughs> That's awesome. Where we're going
1: for vacation. Maybe Fetterman's wife should take the kids there.
0: Yeah. I think <laughs> Fetterman is there, actually. Yeah,
1: he's probably there. They dumped him. <sighs> uh,
0: oh, here's one. Oh, this is. Uh... <laughs> this is a place that i'm gonna visit little hope texas
1: Ah, oh, that's a bummer
0: <laughs> oh god that's so funny uh what else uh oh wow you'll love this this is right around our corner Roya. Um, uh-huh. shades of death road new jersey what
1: <laughs> Shades
0: of death <laughs>
1: who would live there I and mean, if you do live there it's why wouldn't you like per- it's, a, oh, it's a road
0: so it oh, says no awful. one Yeah, it says, no one knows how this road in Warren County got its name, although accounts (laughs) seem to agree it was once called the Shades until things around got there gruesome. Maybe there was a mass murder there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there must have been. That's got to be bad for your home value. You know, you put it up for sale and they're like, the realtor's like, oh, I'm going to take you to look at a home on Shades of Death Road.
0: That's right. No, thanks. Thanks. Hey, come over to my bar mitzvah party. Where do you live? Shades <laughs> of Death Road. No, thanks. <laughs> um, here's one, too. You're going to love this. Murder Island. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's in Nova Scotia.
1: Uh, oh, that doesn't
0: sound like fun. No, uh, that is so funny. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's that story. <laughs> there's that story. You know th- what? Those th- are good. That didn't cheer me up. It actually made me depressed. I think I'm going to go on. I think I'm going to go on a tour of these depressing places.
1: Here's something funny. My uncle lives in Salt Lake City. And when William and I went out, when did we go? I guess it was last spring break. Um, You you know, it's surprising. Like Ted Bundy lived out there. Um, Remember um, that that famous girl elizabeth smart that was kidnapped a lot of like shady things have happened and he took us on a tour of like all the houses where things happen like where ted bundy lived where elizabeth smart got kidnapped from like we went on this gruesome tour and we were cracking up because like uh, i think like my uncle like we were we were so intrigued it was like watching a car crash
0: well, this is going to be this summer, I'm going to take a little <laughs> tour. First, I'm going to start off with a uh, point no point <laughs> because there's really no point in being there's married. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to go to Disappointed Island so I can sit and ponder about my 20-year marriage and what a disappointment it was. And is then there a beach to, there, at least. Yeah, and there is a beach there. And then actually I'm going to go to this beach where I will finish off my life on Slaughter Beach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder if they get a lot of visitors.
0: I'm going to end my life on Slaughter Beach. Oh, my, oh, my. That's the Steve Miller Lighten Up Tour. It <laughs>
1: sounds great. Yeah. Well, then you can go to, I found an article about the five dirtiest cities in America. So while you're doing that tour, you can visit the five dirtiest cities in this country. What are maybe, they? So maybe people abroad who are listening can come take a tour with you of of. There's those towns and these five dirtiest cities. So let's say among the dirtiest cities, there's 152 um, of what we classify as biggest cities in the United States. Houston won number one for the dirtiest city.
0: Really? So, Houston? Yeah. I know, I think, right? What about Philadelphia?
1: Well, it gets close to Philadelphia from there. So Houston at, followed by Newark, Newark, New Jersey. Then San Bernardino, California. I don't even, I've never been there. And then Detroit, of course, and Jersey City, New Jersey. So, Jer- New Jersey has two of the dirtiest cities. Wow. I know. So, add that to your tour. Okay. Pollution, air quality, all that stuff. Living conditions, homeless mold and rats (laughs) they they uh they they calculated in percentage of homes with containing mold and rats i'm like boy they really they really delved in deep here
0: this show's turning out to be very depressing (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) listeners well Uh, (laughs) roy do you have anything uh do you have uh, any articles that you can lighten up the mood with cheer me up well i
1: have another story but i don't know uh, now that i'm looking at it i feel like it's not that light (laughs) now i'm worried
0: we got a few <laughs> minutes left. You can tell the story, and then we'll finish off with something fun. A fun. I was like, I want to start fun. Finish, finish off with a light, funny, cute, you know, story. But go ahead. What, a light, this, funny, wait, cute story. Give it story. to me. Let us see what you. Well, got. here's a uh, here's here's a cute little story. This is a little light
1: later. So um, so there was a a goose in um. In uh, England, in London, that hopped on the top of like one of those double-decker buses and yeah. like and took a ride. So it was cute. They posted it on Instagram. He was like riding around, and he was like friendly. He was like hopping on people's laps. They were feeding him, and he took the whole tour. He was going around England on this double-decker bus, and they were joking like, um, you know, he didn't want to walk. He was taking public transportation. It's really it's cute. Have you ever seen uh. a, a, an animal do that?
0: <laughs> Roya, were you were you in the middle of throwing up when you found that story? That's not even a lighten up story. That's a visual story. We're on the radio. No one can see that.
1: Well, this goes with my um with my day yesterday when I was looking up
0: stuff. You're like you're like in the middle of your throat. Uh, oh, I found a goose on a bus story. Uh, uh. It made me happy. It made you happy while you were yakking in the turret.
1: Exactly. And I guess you're right. It is a visual story. Well,
0: look it up, listeners. It's cute. Well, yeah, just Oh yeah, Why don't you, go ahead. Tell the listeners to do all the work. You know, you you make me do all the work and then you find a story that's 100% visual. <laughs> I can't believe you got this job. How did you get hired? I I don't understand. Somebody really really
1: incompetent must have asked me.
0: Oh my god. This is crazy. Um All right. Well, I'm going to finish up your light,
1: your light story. Give us your light.
0: Okay. We're going to, we're going to end the show on, on (laughs) some good stuff. Uh, actually. So since we were talking about music a little, I found an article, uh, saying, uh, where is it? Where is it? Here it goes. 11 original band names that weren't so good. So (laughs) here are names of famous bands, but what their names were before they became famous. And they're Uh, just, some of it's really funny. Okay. Um, So first of all, uh, Black Sabbath before they were Black Sabbath, they, uh, they tried out the name, the polka (laughs) tolk. That's awful. Isn't Black
1: Sabbath like a heavy metal dance? It sounds like polka dancing.
0: It says Black Sabbath's original name came from the brand name of a talcum powder Ozzy Osbourne's mother used. Yeah, (laughs) definitely not as dark as Black Sabbath. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, his mother used, uh, polka tolk for, uh, (laughs) For powder on her body, and he's like, Oh, hey, that sounds like, like an <laughs> part I, I don't just do that That's for exactly a partner. like him. I, I I love I, 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 I
1: love <laughs> That sounds exactly like. can we sure, Ozzy isn't at your mother's house with the Golden Girls?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it on. That, that, uh, I'm gonna name my band after that powder. That. Anyway. Okay. Who else? Here's, what other here's one. Oh, here's one. say. So, uh, Van Halen. Uh huh. You're gonna love this one. Uh-huh. Van Halen's original name they tried out first: Rat uh-huh. Salad. Ew. Yeah. Yuck. It says, uh, without the Van Halen band name, we wouldn't have their classic band logo, which is easy. One of the coolest logos to rock on a shirt ever. Yeah. Um, It says, uh, anyway, Rat Salad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad they changed that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. You want to know what Pearl Jam's name was first? Yeah, I like Pearl Jam. (laughs) Mookie Blaylock. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, that's what it says. And he used to be an athlete. It says one of the best athletes' names yeah. of all time. Uh, of course, a great band name? Not exactly. Eddie Vedder once said the band that would become Pearl Jam were too busy writing music to come up with a band name. So they were <laughs> thankful for the great music. Uh, uh, excuse me. They were, uh, were, we're thankful for the great music, but we're equally as thankful for the name change, even <laughs> if there are some sticky rumors behind that name's original can you imagine going to a, a Mookie <laughs> Blaylock concert? It's
1: so weird, and that name does sound familiar. So it was a, it was an athlete. <laughs> hey,
0: Mookie Blaylock. hey, welcome! It's Mookie Blaylock, everybody.
1: Good night. <laughs> good night.
0: Good good evening. Good night. That was it. and a bone and
1: doesn't that sound like uh? Eddie it sounds better? just like him. You're on spot with the with
0: the uh, voices. <laughs> anyway,
1: it sounds just like him. <laughs> uh,
0: here's one that's not so funny, but whatever. Led Zeppelin's name used to be the New Yardbirds.
1: <laughs> oh no, Led Zeppelin. That's like so
0: classic. Uh, here's another one. Oh, here. You want to know what Pink Floyd's mm-hmm. name was? What? It was called Screaming Abdabs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, here, check this out. Screaming Abdabs is apparently slang for extreme anxiety or nervousness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was like slang for anti Semitism.
0: <laughs> Probably. We're sure many record companies would have been nervous as to how to market a band with that name. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, you want to know what Green Day's name was? What? This is kind of sick. Sweet Yellow Children. Curb. Sweet Children. children, Sweet Children. (laughs) It says, it's not like Sweet Children is a bad name. The problem lies when the band members age.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Creepy.
0: Yeah, very creepy. Creepy. Um, Oh, God. And uh, let's see if I can uh, finish this up soon. It says here, uh, how about Red Hot Chili Peppers? You want to know what their name is?
1: Mm, Yes, I can't guess.
0: It's their old name was Tony Flo and the Miraculously Majestic Masters of Mayhem. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Can you imagine like trying to show. announce Can you imagine trying to announce them on stage? <laughs> it sounds like a Broadway show. Yeah. Oy, terrible. Uh oh, here's one. You, you, you know REM, you like REM, right?
1: I do not, but uh, it, I used it, to that's on my initials too, REM.
0: I used to love them growing up in high school. Anyway, you know what their uh, name was? What was their name? Uh, can of piss. <laughs> what? don't say that word for real yes Ew. he says for a moment imagine shiny happy people by a band called cannabis Can oh, oh my boy. god <laughs> oh creed which also sounds like uh uh creed their their their, their name was their old name was naked toddler <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay that's creepy also let's leave the kids out of it hi
0: oh yeah. anyway <laughs> We're going to end on Naked Toddler. That's it, folks. We made it through this you painful. You survived, Stephen. I survived this painful episode. I... Thank you so much, everybody. I love you. Roya, what do you have
1: to say? I'm just glad that you had a little bit of therapy this morning. Thank you to the listeners for for uh, giving Stephen this outlet, right? Yes. Thank Yay. you very much,
0: everybody. And remember, <laughs> hashtag FKM.
1: <laughs> have a great